Enjoy fun adventures as you sail away together and experience the extraordinary marriage you desire. Join us in April 2025 for the Six Pillars at Sea Marriage Getaway. Yes, we are taking Six Pillars cruising and we want you to join us. Get all the details at oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash getaway. Use promo code SHIPSAHOY to get $500 off your registration today. We'll see you there. From San Diego, California, this is a One Extraordinary Marriage show. We're being busy is overdone, romancing is fun, and scheduling sex has taken the guesswork out of wondering when you're going to get some. I'm Tony DeLorenzo, your co-host, along with my beautiful wife, Elisa. From coast to coast and around the world, thank you for joining us. It's time to talk sex, love, and commitment. Give us a call on the Hug Hotline at 858-876-5663 or send us an email to hugs at oneextraordinarymarriage.com. In today's show, we discuss how to make intimacy a priority, what you need to consider, and how to get started. And I just got to say, as we start today's show, I don't think I'll ever get tired of listening to you just share that opening. There's something, you know, truly special. And we've talked about this in previous shows about the power of words. Yeah. Uh, But just as you share that from your heart each and every week, I just, it puts a huge smile on my face which I know is totally not what we're talking about today as we're talking about intimacy. But, and as we jump into today's show, I just want you to, to think about this quote that says, great things never come from inside the comfort zone. And as we're talking about making intimacy a priority and what you need to get consider and how to get started, a lot of that is getting outside your comfort zone. Mm-hmm. And that's what we're going to be talking about in today's show. We start each and every One Extraordinary Marriage show with a hug. And this week's hug is sponsored by Organifi. And the Organifi products are what help us to do what we do when we get behind the mics, help us to bring that energy. And we can't wait to share more about this incredible company later in the show. And some of you may be brand new. And if you are welcome, welcome. Yeah. We're so happy to have you here. But you may be thinking, okay, Elisa, what's this thing called a hug? What, what does that mean? And, you know, if you don't know, a hug's an opportunity for you to hear from someone else in the one family, someone whose marriage has experienced change, someone who got plugged into the one family and has just seen growth in their relationship. And this week's hug actually comes from an email that we recently received. And it starts off by saying, I'm from Nairobi, Kenya. And thanks for the 19 questions. Mm-hmm. And, and if you're like, okay, now what's he talking about? Well, the 19 questions, it's actually a resource that we have for the one family. It's 19 questions to amazing sex with your spouse. And you can get your copy at oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash 19 questions. He goes on to say, I want to begin by saying, I am really grateful for the efforts that you guys are doing to save marriages. I have no words, but a big thank you. My wife and I have been married for three years now. We've had communication issues, mostly emanating from my lack of being vulnerable. Mm. Takes a lot for a man to admit that that's been a challenge. Mm -hmm. He goes on to say, I was looking for a solution and that's when I stumbled upon your podcast. I've been glued to the podcast ever since. We tried the seven day sex challenge and since then things have taken a 180 degree turnaround. I feel more confident and open in my marriage. My wife has noticed the difference and she is so happy. We Mm. believe our marriage is headed toward the right direction. We have scheduled date nights and we are planning to do another sex challenge. Right on. I pray for you guys, for God to increase your territory, to reach more people and impact more marriages. May God bless you abundantly with the desires of your hearts. Right on. I I, love it. I love it. I have a special place in my heart for Kenya. I was there, gosh, four years ago now Mm -hmm. um, on a mission trip. And so, you know, as... What you guys don't know, like wherever you're listening to the One Extraordinary Marriage show, 
I want to share with you that there are literally people listening around the world. You know, in the last couple of weeks, we've had obviously this email come in from Kenya. We've had, you know, connections with folks in Canada. We've had connections with folks in Dubai. I mean, the One Extraordinary Marriage family, guys, it's huge. Mm-hmm. It's huge. And it's so exciting because we're stepping into this place where people are getting out of their comfort zone. Right. Right. And, and part of getting out of the comfort zone for Tony and I was that 10 years ago, right about this time of year, we we were in the middle of our seven days of sex challenge and 60 days of sex 60 challenge. days mm-hmm. <laughs> seven days came after we were in the middle of 60 days of sex challenge and on some level it's so hard to believe that it's been 10 years i know it's gone by quick it has gone by quick and and there was so much in getting out of that comfort zone there that that you know we were we were doing this 60 days right which was a huge get out of your comfort zone type of thing. But then it was the whole, what's going to come next? Mm-hmm. Because just like, you know, I read in that hug that that couple had done, you know, the seven days of sex challenge, you know, a lot of you in the one family have done sex challenges. And then it becomes, well, we've had this amazing connection. I mean, for us, it was literally, it saved our marriage. Mm-hmm. It, it launched what is one extraordinary marriage. A- and yet no joke. I mean, we got to, so that was September and October of 2008. We got to November of 2008. And I'm like, dude, I need a break. Yeah. I, we took like four to six weeks off. I think it was easily. Yeah. There, easily. there was, there was a long rest that came after that. And then it was what's next. Mm-hmm. Cause that connection that Tony and I had during the 60 day challenge was incredible. And not just from a sexual and physical standpoint, but also from that emotional standpoint and the beginnings of a a spiritual standpoint. Absolutely. For us. Absolutely. And, you know, a lot of you go through, you know, a season of tremendous growth in your marriage, right? And then it's like, well, how do we, how do we keep this going on? Right. How do we keep this moving forward? How does this become a part of our, like literally a part of the fabric of our marriage. Yeah. When you said that, I was thinking like, how's it come? How's it a part of our DNA? Mm. Like that DNA of our marriage. What, how is that integrated? So intertwined so much that it's just, that's who we are. And one area where a lot of couples really struggle with this is in their sexual intimacy. Mm hmm. Right. Because, you know, before we get married, we kind of have sort of the, the rainbows and, and unicorns of what sexual intimacy is going to look like. Right. I, I'm, I think, yeah. I think most I people I think we do. did. And, and from those that who are newly married that we have emailing us or DMing us, mm-hmm. um, I think that would be true. I mean, we hear that all the time. Like I thought it was going to be this from both husband and wife. I thought it was going to be that. And now it's not. Right. And so this idea of learning how to learning how to make intimacy a priority, mm-hmm. right. Isn't just something for those that, are, you know, are just like launching their marriages, Mm-mm. right? This is actually a skill. And, and let me be real clear. It is a skill. You're not necessarily born with, well, of course I know how to make intimacy a priority. In fact, I probably hear in nine times out of 10, and, you know, nine conversations out of 10 with coaching clients. I don't know how to do this thing. I, I don't know how to make intimacy a priority. I don't know how to like, and it, people get frustrated because it seems like it should just, well, if I love you enough, we should just know how to do this, right? And the reality is, is that that even becomes a challenge. Yeah. 
And so it's, it goes into this place of saying, how do we start the conversation? Right? What does this look like? How do, how do we start asking the questions to make intimacy a priority? And mainly today, we're going to be looking at that. When we say intimacy, we're going to be looking at that sexual intimacy. Mm-hmm. How do we make that a priority? So that way, in your marriage, there is an understanding of what we're doing mm. and how we're going through each and every day, week, month, year. And that way, we're connected. Because as much as people want to say, oh, Tony and Lisa talk too much about sex, I will tell you, it is one of the biggest things that people will pull me aside and go, Tony, this is going on. And it's and it, it leads to that sexual intimacy. I was just talking to um, a gentleman this morning, and, and we were sharing some stuff. And, and he and I both were saying, you know what? My marriage is strong, and I can be the best dad I can be when I am connected to Elisa sexually, emotionally, financially. And then from there, I personally, I believe this in myself, that I can be a better father. I can be a better friend. I can mm. be a better leader to those that we we have around us. But it starts with Elise and I really being on that same page together. And for us, and, and, and for me, that sexual intimacy is a key component. Well, and, and yeah, you bring up the fact that people are like, you guys talk about sex a lot. Well, that's because this is the, the marriage relationship that is unique to the marriage relationship, mm-hmm. right? Ideally, sexual intimacy is only happening between a husband and wife. Mm-hmm. So we are going to talk about it because this is the only relationship where that should be happening. Mm-hmm. A- and it needs to, it does need to be a vital component. A- and just as a side note, if you don't like us talking about sex, it's okay. We're still going to talk about sex. Just like we're going to talk about how to make your sexual intimacy a priority today. Our feelings don't get hurt if you don't like what we talk about. I just... I just want to put that out there. But, you know, as you get into this place of saying, how do we start discussing this, right? What does it look like to make intimacy a priority? Can I just share with each one of you that, that nothing of consequence happens in your life unless there's a plan, unless you gather information and you take that information and you synthesize it and you say, okay, what's our plan going to be? Let, let me give you a real practical example about this, right? You met your spouse, you had to learn about them. You had to learn what they like, what they don't like, what, what, you know, how they operate, all of these different things. And then you made a plan to marry them and you had to go and execute that plan. There were flowers involved and dresses and cakes and, and guests and all these kinds of things because you had a vision of what you wanted that day to look like, right? You had to ask questions. You had to have conversations. Some of them heated, some of them te- probably involved tears or laughter, or all this kind of stuff. But you did that because there was, there, there was a day that you were making a priority. Mm-hmm. So what we, what we want to talk about in this episode specifically is how do you then take that idea, that concept of if this is important, I'm going to make a plan about it and wrap that around your sexual intimacy. Mm-hmm. And before we go there, I just want to, and I was, as Lisa was talking, I just want to make sure we understand this. If you've been sexually abused, mm-hmm. if you've been in a place where um, th- you've been touched inappropriately from somebody you trusted prior to marriage, whatever that may be, please get help. If, th- if that's the stumbling block in your life right now, please get help. It, it, because when you can heal from that, you can forgive that person. You can release that. Then you can come into that marriage. You can come into your marriage with your spouse and go, wow, I'm not going to allow that to taint 
this beautiful time we have together. And I'm speaking to both husbands and wives. Please get help if that's you, because I can only imagine the stress you're under when you, you think about sex or the guilt and the shame you feel. And that is not of God. That is you needing to sit down and work through that. And even with him and releasing that person from your life. There's a lot of healing that happens in a lot of people's lives before their sexual intimacy actually becomes healthy. Mm -hmm. Right. And that's a whole nother, that's a whole nother, you know, that goes down. Maybe we should do a show on that too. Just that healing part to get to this place where, where you can be fully present with Mm -hmm. your spouse, being able to, to, you know, make intimacy a priority. Absolutely. And Mm -hmm. that's a good, well, we will do a show. Yeah, we will do a show on that. As we're talking about this idea of making intimacy a priority, though, there are some questions that need to start literally rattling around in your head and actually coming out of your mouth. Because there's a lot of like, you know, when Tony and I said it, when we got married, there were things that we expected of our sex life. Right. And and yet we didn't have a conversation about it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) We didn't. I, I can promise you, like no, we were no, not we talking about this kind of stuff. It's stuff that now you're probably like, seriously, how did you guys not talk about this? This has only been the last 10 years. I just told you 60 days of sex challenge 10 years ago. But the question is, you know, what do you want your sex life to look like? What do you want? Right? Do you even know? Have you been honest with yourself about what you want that to look like? Do you know what your spouse wants? Right? Have you had that conversation? Because you may be thinking, and I, I, I will tell you, in almost every coaching call that I have, somebody will say, well, I'm, I'm, th- I'm sure this is how she or he feels. And then I look at the spouse and I'm like, do you feel that way? Well, not exactly. Okay, stop projecting, stop thinking for them. Just ask the question. Yeah, another question is, to, for both of you to answer is, what is going on in this season of life? Mm. What's happening right now? And... There are times when there's not a lot going on and you have plenty of time and there are other seasons when tragedy has hit. Mm-hmm. Something has gone on. And so we need to address those. You know, we can't keep just barreling down like nothing ever happened. You know, what does your work and family dynamic look like right now? Mm-hmm. Again, you may be in a place in your career where things are going great. You know, you're in, you're in the position you've always wanted to be in. And that's awesome. For others, it may be that you're in a place and you're reaching for that that next level mm-hmm. in that next position. So you're putting in those extra hours and that extra time. You know, even find family dynamics. What's going on? You know, is is there a, a parent that needs to have, you need to set some guardrails around? Mm-hmm. You know, is, is there a parent who's sick? I mean, just a, a little over a year ago, Lisa and I were dealing with the death of my dad. You know, that's, that's a season, that's family dynamics that you need to consider and address. Absolutely. And and it even gets to the point of asking the question, you know, how do we put each other first? Mm -hmm. This is a question that often gets overlooked in marriage because, you know, we've got kids, we've got jobs, we've got, you know, volunteering, we've got church, we've got all these different things. And, and there's this, this fallacy that, well, he or she just knows I love them, right? They, they know they're important to me. Well, the truth of the matter is, is that people need to actually see it and hear it. And that's a big part of why, you know, making sexual intimacy a priority is so key. And, I, and like I said earlier, I really believe that when Elisa and I are sexually and physically intimate, it makes everything else for us and for me 
go much more smooth. Like I can honestly handle what's going on around me that much better. Oh, I know it's a game changer for you. It's it's to the point in our marriage now where, you know, if Tony needs, um, if he's feeling extra stress, he'll just say, look, this is what I need. I need us to be connected physically. I need us to be connected sexually. And how amazing that we, after, you know, almost 22 years of marriage have gotten to the point where he can actually say those words and have it be okay within our marriage. That was not always the case. Mm -mm. There were times when I would have been like, and, or so what? Right. Because it's one thing, it's one thing for the two of you to be like, well, we want to have sex, you know, twice a week or three times a week, or, or we're going to take turns initiating, right? Like you can put all of these things into words, but it's, it's a whole nother thing to say, what does this actually look like for us? Because when you start to get into this place where you're creating your own intimacy lifestyle, let me tell you what that says to your spouse, right? It says our sex life is important to me. Mm -hmm. It says this is an area of our marriage that we can talk about. Because let me tell you, all of those, you know, Instagram, social media images, there are a lot of couples out there not talking about their sexual intimacy. It says, I, I'm going to seek to understand what your needs and desires are. Wow. Mm -hmm. Th that's a game changer for a lot of couples. And, and ultimately it says, I want to be on the same team with you when it comes to our sexual intimacy. I mean, we've been talking all year about, you know, what can I do? And, and we talk about your hashtag whenever you're posting it, you know, team, whatever your last name is. You start making the decision to get on the same page when it comes to your sexual intimacy. That team hashtag goes to a new level. Right. And I know a lot of you are like, OK, great, Lisa, you know, you've mentioned these questions. You're you're talking about this plan. But like, what is what does it look like to actually make intimacy a priority in our marriage? What does that look like? And and today is actually going to be the day that you're going to get started. But if you remember from the beginning, I told you that part of the reason that we're able to do what we do and have the energy that we have and bring it each and every week is because of Organifi. Mm hmm. Yeah. I mean, these products, seriously, it can be so hard to find, to find healthy and, and cost effective nutrients because I just like ask my kids, I don't go to the grocery store. <laughs> this is true. It's like every day. It's like, mom, are you ever going to the grocery store again? We have no food. And, and it's just, it's not my thing in this particularly in this season of life, but with Organifi, like I know we're getting the nutrients that we need. And, and like my favorite product, and I think it's probably true for you, is yeah. the red juice. Yeah, I love it. Midday, I mean, that thing's just all natural, just keeps me going. It's it's that nice little, you know, the lull of the, the afternoon hits. And for me, it's just that nice little pick me up that allows me to get through the rest of the day. Absolutely. If you're one of my afternoon coaching clients, you better believe that I've got the red juice in the cup on my desk because that's, that's what gives me that extra boost. That's what gives me that focus and that energy. And in all honesty, I know you all are busy. I know you know what that afternoon fatigue is like. And so you owe it to yourself to try it and see just how good you can feel with this. And 
uh, honestly, with their 60 day money back guarantee, you've got nothing to lose. Nope. Absolutely nothing. So go and visit OrganifiShop.com. And just to make it easy for you, that's O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I-S-H-O-P.com and enter promo code one at checkout. And you're going to get 20% off your entire order. That's crazy. So it's, go to OrganifiShop.com and enter promo code one because it's an investment for your health. It's an investment for your energy so that you can go make your sexual intimacy a priority because you're going to have the energy mm-hmm. to go do it. So, so making this plan, right? Making this idea of saying our sexual intimacy as a priority it, in all honesty, it's not a quick, like one conversation. Let's just do this. Like, let no. me, let me just dispel that myth right now. Yeah. You're going to have, you're going to have multiple conversations. The key though, is having the one, I believe that one initial one, mm-hmm. you got to spend that time on that initial one. Let's make sure we're discussing this fully. So give yourselves enough time that may be 30 minutes, maybe 45. It may even be an hour, but you got to have that first initial talk. I really believe that that one needs to be, it can't be a five minute talk and, Oh, let's think about this. And then nothing comes up. Like we really need to dig into this one. Because here's a component of sexual intimacy that often gets overlooked. And that's the fact that for a lot of folks, both men and women, the willingness and the desire to be sexually intimate comes out of an emotional connection. Mm -hmm. And so to sit down and have a conversation, like what do we want this to look like? Right. I gave you those questions earlier. You know, what do you want? What do you desire? What are your needs? Right. That comes out of actually having a conversation with your spouse. It comes out of saying, you know, we're on the same team here. Right. This is not when, when you sit down in your bedroom and you're like, yeah, so our sex life isn't working. Do not do that. Okay. Let me be real clear. Do not be accusatory towards your spouse. It will kill your sex life. Instead, get out of your bedroom. Right. Get into a place, you know, get out in nature, sit in your backyard on the patio, go for a walk, sit in the park, walk to the beach. I don't care what you do. Get out, get moving. And then start saying, well, what do you want our sex life to look like? Mm-hmm. And, and here's the thing. When you ask the question, zip your lip and listen. Because it's not all about what he says and it's not all about what she says. Right. It's about the two of you becoming a team in this area and then really getting to a point where you you sit down and you start putting some of this stuff on paper Mm -hmm. it's actually like mapping it out and understanding what what both of you want and don't want Mm -hmm. i mean it's coming together there's there's a give and take guys there really is and and i feel like so many times in our marriages we we really in our marriage we draw the line against our spouse like where well, we should be drawing the line together saying that's not going to happen or this is what we're going to do together as a team. And when it comes into our sexual intimacy, I think a lot of times we draw the line and going, I'm not doing that. And wow. I don't care if you like it or not. And instead, there's no give and take. And we have to be able to budge and to move and, and go like, yeah, that's that's not exactly the way I see it or want it to be. And yet right now, I'm willing to budge. Mm. I'm willing to go, okay, let's do that. Because I know 
it's going to at least get us started down the path and get us going. Can we can we address this? Can we look at this again 30 days down the road, 60 days down the road? What does this look like again for us? You know, for somebody, for a couple who's been doing the intimacy lifestyle for nine years, we still even need to look at it ourselves and go, what's working? What isn't for us? What do we need to change? What, what's becoming so routine that it's just, it, it's just part of, it's it's lost its luster at times. And so we need to address it as well. Mm. And there's so much power in the two of you being honest with one another. You know, like we talk about making an intimacy lifestyle plan. And you know, one of the biggest stumbling blocks I hear is that folks aren't honest mm-hmm. with one another. They, they say or they commit to what they think their spouse wants to hear, but not what they're actually going to do. And it's so important when the two of you are creating your intimacy lifestyle, when you're saying this is how we're going to make intimacy a priority in our marriage, that you really, that you really do commit to this experience, that you commit to what you're offering Mm -hmm. to your spouse, because literally the intimacy lifestyle is about gifting, you know, having this idea that, that your spouse is a gift and, and how do you treat the gifts in your life? Mm -hmm. Right. And so you start thinking through, you know, how do you initiate? How is your spouse going to know how you're initiating? I mean, this was, this was a huge stumbling block for Tony and I for years. Cause I'd be like, I initiated. And he's like, how, right? What, what, what did you do that actually let me know that you wanted to have sex? And, and you know, it became this conversation, you know, what I would even challenge you to start thinking like, what does a month of, of doing the intimacy lifestyle look like for us? Yeah, and, and just for a heads up, so Elise and I have talked about the intimacy lifestyle and how we've set this up in our own marriage. So I'm going to put a couple of links uh, to a couple of shows in the show notes. One of them is Scheduling Sex, episode 140. Um, another one is 422, What is the Intimacy Lifestyle? So you guys can understand from our perspective what this whole thing is. The key here today and in this episode specifically is that we want you guys to take what we're sharing mm-hmm. and start doing it in your marriage. And here's the thing. We know that like some of you are, you know, very tactile. Like you've got to have the pen and paper in front of you. You've got to see this mapped out. You've got to see the calendar. You've got to see the questions. You've got to have the conversations and you've got to be able to actually hold it in your hand. And we recognize that. We know that about the one family. And so we actually have an intimacy lifestyle planner that, that you can, you know, you can check it out. You can see if it's the right fit for you. You can go to one extraordinary marriage.com slash IL planner. IL stands for intimacy lifestyle, IL planner, and, you know, start implementing that tool in your marriage. Because here's the thing, all of those questions that we've been talking about throughout the show are there. Mm -hmm. Uh, There's actually a commitment statement Mm -hmm. for both husband and wife. Why? Because it matters to us so much that this is not kind of an offhanded thing. More importantly, it matters to the two of you that this is not an offhanded thing, but rather an actual commitment. And and one of the things I really want to like kind of wrap around this idea is that, you know, when you make the decision to make intimacy a priority in your marriage, things are going to conspire against you. Oh yeah. You're going to have those days when you're like, this is like, this is hard or this is a waste of time or this isn't going the way I thought it was going to go. You're not a failure if a week or two weeks goes awry. Can can I just take that, that guilt, that weight, Mm -hmm. whatever it is, that sense of failure? No, keep going. Remember the quote at the top. 
Great things never come from inside the comfort zone. So with you going and taking the step to do the intimacy lifestyle, you're taking a step outside of that comfort zone. Great things are going to come. And just like Elisa said, tweak it. Make it work for you guys. Look at it that way. Don't look at it as a, this is the way it is forever and ever, amen. Instead, it's something that is moving and growing just as you guys are. Because you may be right now at a time when you have kids that are youngins. They may be one, two, three years old. Man, that's that's a different intimacy lifestyle than when you begin to have like middle schoolers and high schoolers like Elisa and I have. Mm-hmm and others of you in the one family. So it's ever changing and evolving. There may be a time with the intimacy lifestyle when you guys are looking at this is like the only time that you can have sex where you guys feel comfortable is in the morning or in the evening or during the middle of the day. It's okay. But at least you guys are starting to plan that out and address it. Others of you, hey, you may be able to go any time of day. You don't have kids or maybe like us again, our kids are our kids are older. They're out of the house. They're doing sports on their own now. Thank you, Jesus. You know, we don't have to be at every single event with them. They're doing their own thing, which frees up time for us. But great things come from when you step outside of that comfort zone. And, and again, it goes back to something I said earlier, that when you make intimacy a priority in your marriage, it becomes it becomes that game changer. It says so much to your spouse. So, you know, get the calendar, color code it, you know, mark out the days that you aren't going to be around, like look and see what you have to work with mm-hmm. and then go step into that. I, I feel like it's so important for you guys to know that the extraordinary is literally just a step away, mm-hmm. right? The extraordinary comes when you say, you know what? I am going to step out of that comfort zone and we're going to try something we haven't done before. And we're going to be intentional about it. And you know what? I love you so much that I can't wait to see what happens when I focus for, for 30 days, 60 days, 90 days and make you a priority. What will shift guys? What will shift in your marriage when you make your spouse a priority for the next quarter? When you say, let's just do this for 90 days and then we'll revisit it. Let's have a conversation. You don't even like, like, I I just, I wish I had like a magic ball to put in front of your face because you have no idea what it's going to look like when the two of you make intimacy a priority in your marriage. Yeah. All right. So go after it. Here's the thing. This one's, this one's a big one. And we know many of you have, are doing the intimacy lifestyles. For those of you who aren't, hey, email us info at one extraordinary marriage.com. Hit us up with your questions. We can do a follow-up one and answer those questions because here's the thing. When we know that you have success in one area of your marriage, other things start to fall fall into place. So let's go out there this week. Let's start talking about that intimacy lifestyle and what it looks like for our marriage and for your marriage. We love you guys. Have a fantastic week and we'll catch you next week. Love you guys. Take care.